You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 177. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's well, Crackback Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 177. Ciento Man. Whoa. No John. That was weird, dude. It was like silent. <laughs> a pause, you know, a pause of respect for John. Pour, pour one of, just take take a moment of silence. That was good, Craig. That was good, yes. <laughs> we, we don't have John today, and we I kind of don't know if we're, I guess we don't have him altogether. He said he probably wouldn't make it, but he has shown up midway before. He surprised us before, but he acted like on that text. You know, he had a patient, and it was, uh, he was locked in. So we, were, we had a standing schedule for today's uh, podcast, and sometimes our jobs, our lives throw us a curveball, and we can't make it. And I, I know I've had to miss a handful. And um, so, yeah, Steve looks like he's, um, he's, he's treating people and making them better, but um, unfortunately, I don't think he'll make it. I don't know. I don't think he will either. I think he would have showed up at this point based on the time. Um, so he's not here. So we're going to try to pivot our way over to doing this as a two-man, and we're doing it on inspiration. So we're going to talk about things like, I don't know, people that might inspire us, books, movies, different things like that. I think it'll be a cast, a good cast. I know John inspires us both in his own way, correct? Yes, I know. I can, I can picture him singing that song, You're my inspiration. <laughs> What's that song? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I, I guarantee about. he'd be singing that if we were... Uh, so yeah, inspiration. We we even had this plan, inspiration. We were pumped. And so yeah, maybe we'll talk about how John inspires us a little bit. Yeah, I think we will. So no, John, you're not getting the joys of John, but we will try to bring you into this. And you know, I, I was. I tried to be a little more prepared today because we've been on two wheels the last few times. So we had a topic, and I brought him a little outline for the first time in like a year. He, Steve, he's got an outline. And, you know, I had Would You Rather he blank. Can't. Okay, because we know he would probably. John, you John, know, he normally yeah. takes on that. And we had the gas and brakes, and this will be a tribute to John of some sort. Yes, well, yeah. So we tried to, we had to come up with a would you rather on the fly. And this is what I got. I thought about John. I'm like, what does John like to do in his free time? You know, John would have some off the wall. Would you rather? This is going to be pretty straightforward. We all enjoy, I think, doing some of these things. And it is, would you rather hunt or fish? Ah, okay. That's a, I mean, that's a John question. It is a John question. Yeah. Uh, and we're in South Louisiana, Southwest Louisiana. Louisiana is sportsman's paradise. So we got a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing down here. Yeah. So I love to do both, but I'm going to have to probably say fish. Okay. Um, live on the water. Live on the water. Uh, you know, I love to fish. I grew up fishing. It's fun. I like the action, and you're, you can kind of have some control over whether you catch them changing baits, you know, different water temperatures, wind speeds, different um, terrains, and, you know, increase the odds, whereas a lot of times hunting is strictly – you know, the luck of the draw. If the animals come, you're lucky. You shoot them. Mm -hmm. If not, you can't really control that. It's um, true. The other thing is, uh, hunting sometimes requires those 4.30 a.m. wake-ups. And I'm just, you know, <laughs> as I've gotten older, 
I kind of live for the weekends to rest. And so not that fishing doesn't require early right. wake up, you know, but I don't know. I just, I feel like, um, you can talk when you're fishing, have a little drink, visit, you know, it's more, you're kind of fishing while you're having some community with friends and I don't know. So that's my, my spiel. How about you, buddy? Man, Craig, that was a lot of good reasons and is almost convincing for me. <laughs> who's taking hunting here. Um, I, I have done a lot of both in my life and I probably would have said if you'd asked me this 15, 20 years ago, fishing, because mm-hmm. I really enjoy fishing. Um, and I agree it's action. I prefer more freshwater fishing. Um, mm-hmm. and I do, that's a good point. Time is not a huge thing. And so far as getting up early, um, and you do have like some fellowship with friends, etc. Kind of go at your own pace. Don't have to be quite as locked in, maybe the whole time. Uh, but hunting, I'm gonna go with hunting. Um, I specifically speaking, deer hunting. Mm, I like nice. it. Like I would equate shooting like ducks or something similar to fishing. Like it's action packed. You could be talking to sure, whoever you're sure. with a little yeah, bit. Good point. Uh, but I like deer hunting because you just kind of you're in the silence. You're in nature. It's almost how I feel when I go hiking sometimes. You mm. just can look out there, especially if you got a nice little area you're hunting in. Uh, I like to pray and spend time and just kind of slow down. Yeah. Um, so I would take hunting, even though it's a pretty hard call. Uh, I do I do enjoy and have done a lot of both. Now, what do we think John would say? What would John say? I know where he grew up, um, waterfowl hunting was popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I think he did some of that. Um, but... We do know uh, he loves that saltwater fishing. He loves it. He actually sent me a picture, folks. He is working. The reason he's probably working and not here is because he was fishing this morning. Oh. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he sent me a picture of, uh, I believe, our, our good buddy 4A on the boat with him, uh, catching a little, like, you know, six-inch fish And this morning. So John was out there, and I had told him, John, like, to try to go to lunch, get early to the podcast. He said, man, I got to go fishing. So I think in this current state of time, he would take fishing. I agree with you. I, now that I think about it, he sent us some pictures of some large fish he's caught he has. over the years, or where he's you know fishing. He'll shoot a picture of his boat and um, or the water, mm-hmm. which is um yeah. I think I'd, I'd agree with you. Yeah, and I think he, where his parents live and where he grew up, there's a pond out there. So I, I oh, think yeah. John would take fishing, even though I think he grew up doing all the outdoors type happenings there. That's awesome. Okay, Craig, this is probably a good segue into the topic on inspiration. Um, and I, I think one of the things I'd written on this list is like the outdoors. Some of God's creations are very inspiring to me. Um, you know, a good sunset mm. view from a mountain, maybe the view out at your, your condo at the beach, watching the water roll in. What comes to your mind, uh, when you think of inspiration? You know, a couple of things you mentioned, I'm very visual. So when I go run or get out on the water, you know, sunrises, sunsets, I love them. I actually mm-hmm. have been taking pictures of them since as long as I can remember if one hits me and it just speaks yeah. to me you sent me some great ones from your oh, house I love it I, it's like art it's like God's art you can't mm-hmm. make that only God and nature can make it so I'll save pictures that's very inspiring um, being at the beach you know hearing the waves a lot of times you know we get stuck in our rut of the real world quote unquote could be you know your life your your, your family your job and, and it's busy but when you take a trip whether it's the mountains or the beach for me it's the beach um, and just sitting there listening to the waves I mean I just feel like this rush of just peace and inspiration like all of a sudden your mind can relax and you can think of all the possibilities this world has to offer whether it's you know something you're trying to achieve or a goal you're trying to get to it just reminds you that you're not stuck in the reality of your life you're removing Mm. yourself from it and i think that that removing and being inspired by your environment can can kind of inspire you to to take those steps or maybe start planning something different and reminding you that there's more to 
the, the day-to-day, you know, routine um, than what you're used to. Yeah, I like that, Craig. I think it's a good point. Sometimes what is inspiring, especially in beauty or nature's creation, will allow you to slow down and be able to, you know, take a step back. So there's there's some benefit that comes from some things that are inspiring, not just looking at them, but the impact they can have on you. You know, I was I was also <laughs> thinking of various things uh, when it comes to inspiration. What do you think, though, about uh, people? People having, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can say in some ways your kids, your wife, um, friends, family. What do you think about people being inspiring, maybe seeing what they're doing? And I, let's go with this, people that you know, not necessarily like, the you know the tony robbins of the world dude i was gonna get to tony you hold back on that okay okay (laughs) yeah the tony robbins of the world oh no you're right i I think um yeah i you know it's 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 cool to gather you know especially like your family friends kids i think there's a lot of situations where you've watched them do things and it's been inspiring whether it's overcoming a physical you know difficulty Mm -hmm. i have some family who've had some medical issues and um, you know, I've actually worked with people in residency that had disabilities, you know, like there's this one guy, a complete quadriplegic couldn't move from the neck down. Mm. He had a little bit of wrist movement, but barely any. And so he drove with this like, um, little mouthpiece. He kind of like a joystick. Really? And he worked full time. I'm talking, this guy had a modified computer. He could kind of blow in this little straw and do some weird things with his mouth and like control a computer and he was happy and he was functioning. And then you go to, you're in clinic with these people coming in. My back hurts. I don't want to work. It's like, well, <laughs> let's take some perspective. Let's here. go down the hall and talk to the guy who can't move from the neck down right. working full time. And so that was inspiring, you know, mm-hmm. to show that, wow, when you think your life's bad, um, there's probably somebody who's got it a little bit worse. Yeah. And so it kind of puts you in your place. Um, so that for me, that was super inspiring to see this guy. Cause you know, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, you I know? would think you would see that a lot in your, your everyday life and what you do at work. And, and I think that's true in so far as perspectives concerned. And outlook has a lot to do with that. Um, and sometimes, like, I would say the same for people I've been around or even, like, you know, uh, seeing my sister and my dad become a lawyer. It's inspiring to me to be like, oh, look, man, I can do that. Or I can, uh, you know, get to where they are at one point or do what they're doing or you know, see a friend or somebody go through it just as much as maybe a high, but like a low in life, an adverse situation. And it's inspiring the way someone, the way they talk about it, handle themselves, maybe not be a, a Debbie Downer about it and get through the situation. So I think there's like, in my opinion, a lot from the people around you or just like being a good person a lot. Yeah. I, I think of my mom, somebody who's like completely self-giving, you know, doesn't really put herself first. And then there's there's times where... I can say for myself, like, you know, where it's like you can't, you only concerned about yourself necessarily. And yeah. you got to think to yourself, man, like what would, you know, somebody who like my mom or Alexandra, somebody who's more like, I'm going to put someone completely first before myself most of the time can kind of give you a different perspective. So something very simple on, man, I'm aggravated because I didn't get to go do X, Y, Z today. You get two choices, and and I I think there's been people in my life for sure that would handle that in a really positive way, and that's inspiring in and of itself. It's funny you say that because my wife and I were joking. My father's like that. He's very uh, he's just just happy. He likes to help, and he's just very um. Everybody likes him, and he just it inspires you to be a great good, guy. Be a good person. You know what I mean? Just yeah. be a nice, good person, and like 
uh, it touches people and it moves them. And, um, and there's a couple at church, me and my wife look at, they're an older couple, but they're yeah. very lovey dovey. They're probably in their eighties and, and April jokes. I want that to be us when we grow up. You know what I mean? Like they inspire you right. to be your marriage, exactly. marriage yeah. to be a loving couple or, or maybe how somebody, um, you know, you go to church and there's some kids are running up and down the aisle and then some are sitting like little soldiers and they're, they're praying and it's like, well, you know, there's obviously two different, you know, upbringings, but it inspires you to try to, at least in our early days, we were like, how can we, um, how do we do that? You know? Right. You know? Yeah. And then you can go talk to those people, get some advice, et yeah. cetera, from them. I, I think that's uh, really true. And another thing I think about too, is like uh priest or pastors can be pretty inspiring. Yeah. I went to Alexander and I went to adoration yesterday, cruised in and it was like, it was after worked out, went to lunch, was going back to my office and church is right by my office. So it was like, I don't know, two o'clock and priest, I can't think of his name, he's a priest over in Sulphur. We happened to go to mass in Sulphur on Saturday because my nephew was playing a game in Sulphur out that evening. And he's in there in adoration. And it's just, it's kind of an inspiring thing to see like the a oh, man yeah. of the cloth in there spending his time with Jesus, you know, uh, cool. someone who does this all the time. And like, you look at yourself and you're like, yeah, man, like, it's an inspiring thing to to want to do that and do it more and uh just as much as i had written down here what jesus did through his works you know very inspiring for us i think he's left that for us to say hey this is good inspiration in how to be a good person you know yeah and i think a lot of times we might be struggling in life whether it's our spiritual life or our physical life and you might feel like it's lost like there's no hope for your soul or no hope for your addiction or whatever mm-hmm. but i think that there's people out there who've been there and you can seek them out, whether it's, you know, either you know them or through books or through the internet, there's somebody who's done it and let them be an inspiration. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times it's just reading somebody who's accomplished the thing that you're struggling with or the hurdle in front of you. And you're like, you know, that guy's done it. So there's a chance I can do it. I forgot the story, but there was, um, you remember the four, they call it the four minute mile. Like mm-hmm. there was yeah. years where nobody no one could, could do, it. do it. Yeah. But as soon as one person did it, there was like, I forgot. I don't know the numbers. Say like twenty people. You know, right? Once it was proven that yes, you can run a mile in four minutes. Well, then everybody's like, "Oh, that barrier is broken." And then several people broke the four-minute mile. And so a lot of times, it's you know, you just need that one person to inspire you to to do the unthinkable or the thing that you think is impossible. Yeah, man. I think that's another really good example. And before we kind of shut this down into the gas and brakes, I, I would be remiss if we didn't bring up. I had written down quotes, or you know, from people or okay. people themselves. And you alluded to it, Craig. So what about, uh, you know, like somebody like Tony Robbins? Oh, man. He caught me on that one. But yeah, Tony. <laughs> you know, Tony's one of those guys that he's obviously a, a, a guy you see on TV, a very hype kind of guy. But, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to go to a couple of his events. And, you know, I was very inspired. Uh, he has a gift of being able to bring out the talents and people that they don't know they have. Um, and he, uh, you know, it, a lot of times you you got to hear somebody tell you something you can't tell yourself. Yeah. And so you might have a hard time having the courage to, um, to, uh, to do something, but there are coaches there for you. There's somebody there to kind of give you the push. And if you, if that's all it takes, then you should seek that out, right? You should mm-hmm. seek the thing out that you know is going to push you past that, that threshold, that barrier that's keeping you from going there. Um, you know, and for us on a weekly basis, it's, it's our faith and the church and, our, our spiritual life, but um, sometimes God put people on this earth to kind of give you a little boost, and uh, it could be a friend, could be a, a clergyman, could be a mentor, a family member, could be Tony, and uh, so yeah, that was a, a pretty awesome deal. Yeah, man, no doubt, and I think that's true. Quotes or even like you know verses in the Bible can be inspiring, you know. Yeah. 
Well, before we shut it down, we're going to move into the gas and brakes, and Craig and I are going to kind of take this together, and it's kind of a, I think it's going to be a what made you hit the brakes, and that's a slowdown for not having John. I know. I mean, we we were coming in full speed. Oh, yeah. And then we get a text. I mean, he's like, guys, I don't think I'm going to make it. Brakes. Whoa, got to slow this down. And so this is a gas brakes moment. We're just we're hitting the, you know. John always comes in full speed. Sure I mean, does. he just texted us saying he's sorry. I kind of thought he was going to show up today uh, on on two wheels. But, you know, I do think it, it does sometimes cause you to pause. And I think we've said this before when either Craig or John hasn't been here. Sometimes the, the fixtures in your life when they're not here, it does cause you to slow and it causes you to appreciate them and uh, for what they bring to the table. And, and, John, I can only hope when you listen back to this, if you'll maybe be inspired by what Craig and I have done for you and Craig to do a podcast without hot dog because he's going to be out the next week. <laughs> Steve, it sounds like we, a challenge has been brought to us, and and it's been on my mind. I actually was looking for this opportunity, and we had one not too long ago. It just didn't work out, but I think it's due. I think we uh, something might happen. We'll have to see. Just might be the inspiration John needs. I'm not blaming you, Craig. It's more in a John's court. I think he's got more more ability in the tank than he believes, and uh, John just got to believe in yourself, bud. I believe in you, John. I'll be waiting for that text. All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in. If you've got some thoughts, comments on inspiration, we'd enjoy hearing from you. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast or maybe pass it along to somebody who might enjoy it, we'd appreciate it. Till next time, we'll catch you later. What would John do right now? Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with